Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right. Always great catching up at the games with Jeff Darlington from ESPN, especially after his one-on-one with Tua Tungavailoa, which only Jeff gets. Good morning, Jeff. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Joe. Just hanging out here, just trying to find a place in my house to hide, you know? <laughs> you say, the, you say uh, I forgot the kids are home. That's right, man. I got the kids home, <laughs> you know? Hey, hey I got to ask you. I got a lot, a lot of stuff to get to. First of all, um, doing a one-on-one with Tua, I know you yeah. couldn't run the whole thing. What uh, What'd you think? He's, he, uh, I, I really just enjoy his presence. He is a, a unique guy. He's not um, – it's not like I have the same relationship with him that I have with some players around the league where, you know, you feel like, oh, wow, I got this great connection with this yeah, guy. And right. Yeah. He's not like that. Um, I, he, I think he lets very few people into his, his world, and he's very private. That being said – he is such like a calming presence when he is around. And like, as we're sitting there together, he just has this, um, this really genuine, authentic, calming vibe that, um, that I think really resonates. If I was to, to guess in a locker room, I think that that really goes a long way with the type of players that, that you have in the NFL today. Um, I just think that that's like an underrated quality for, a leader of a team to be able to walk into a huddle or walk into a locker room and be very well liked, but also just yeah. calming, you know, yeah. I, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but well, um, everybody's got an opinion cool. on the guy, Jeff. It's incredible. So no matter where you go, you go to a party, somehow to his name gets brought up and everybody in the room, women, men, Everybody, maybe more so than any other player in the league, everybody's got an opinion on him, good or bad. I'm not saying it's yeah, all a love I don't know fest. How you yeah, could have, I, it's kind of like Dak Prescott for me, which you know, I, I, coincidentally he just played. Like everybody wants to like hate on Dak and has an opinion on Dak. If you think that Dak is by any means like not a great leader or not a good locker room guy or not in, in, in some capacity any kind of not a good person, you're just wrong. Like, it's not even an opinion. It's objectively wrong. <laughs> like, Tua is a good human who you should want 
to be the leader of your franchise. And I get it. Most people probably say, well, that's not the, that, if I do have a problem with him, that's not it. I don't know what it would be like this whole game manager thing. I, I mean, if I was running a team, if I was a head coach of a team, do you know that like the first thing I would say I wanted out of my quarterback game management? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I always, I also always, you know me, Joe, I don't really know football very well, but I feel like I know people decently well. And I always tell friends when they ask about different players, like, and I would say, get your kid his jersey. And Tua Tungavailoa is one of those guys. Yeah, no, I agree, like, man. Hey, that's, hey, that's the right investment. If you got a problem with him, like, it, it's got to be something he did on the field because it can't be anything uh, away from football, number one. But but the yeah. other thing that's crazy about this, this Tua thing, so, so this game manager thing and giving the, the running back and the coach and the wide receivers all the credit, it seemed to bother Tua a little bit. You heard that press I think conference he gets a bothered. little. Yeah, yeah, like, hey I man, if, if that's what you want to believe, then believe it. Take it. Mostert, Tyreek, I get it, man. I get they're they're really good players, and and you want to give them all the credit. Give them all the credit. Yeah, and I don't I don't take it, and it's not it's not him slighting his teammates by any means. I, I think he means that he's authentic about that. Like he's basically saying in in that regard, like I don't want to be a part of your conversation. Have whatever conversation you want about who I am and what I do. Um, I don't want to be a part of it. I'm confident in who I am. I'll tell you this. In my opinion, and this is just an opinion, Tua Tungavailoa has played himself into a franchise role with this team. And I didn't necessarily believe that going into the season. But the relationship that he has with his head coach, the relationship that he has with his teammates, um, I don't know how you don't yeah. invest in him Great. beyond uh, now. I, I mean, I, I and um, I would I would guess that they would at this point. But I, I just think when you look at the whole body of work, I don't know what more you're looking for. And he you, has done he has done everything that you could possibly expect from him. Uh, because you know Mike McDaniel as well as anybody. I got to ask him. It's been a while. Um, what he has done with this team, obviously, mm-hmm. and I mean he has been the piece that came right down the middle. That brought love back and communication yeah. back, and it's okay yeah. to get along and play together mm-hmm. and let's go win games and everybody can be better. And I like the guys on yep. this team. You don't have to overhaul it. Even some of the coaches can stay. And he's done all these things. Has he surprised you from the guy that you've known all these years as, as an assistant coach to what he's doing? Um, n- no, not not in many regards, no. Um, if there's any surprise, and I, I wouldn't say it's a surprise like I was expecting otherwise, but I just didn't know what to expect. I know how he is as a person, and you know, I knew that it was going to take a minute for people to be like, this guy is so weird uh, to get from that to be like, <laughs> to be like, oh, man, this is like yeah. um, a quirkiness that resonates. And uh, I knew that was going to take a minute, but I, I knew that personally just from how long I've known him. Um, uh, the biggest thing for me was would he be able to do the things that a head coach can do from, like, organizing practice? And um, he has passed all of that with flying colors. Organizing a game. I know people still want to kind of get on him a little bit about time management at times. I think it's been much better this much year than better. Yeah. last year. Right. But that, but to me, that's like, he, he's a first time head coach. Like, what do you want? 
you, you know, you have to go through those growing pains. And I think that he has really um, grown. Uh, he was already in a really good spot in, in to begin with and coming in, but he's yeah. really grown in a lot of ways in that regard. You know, Jeff, um, at the other night at the uh, at the Christmas party with, with the family, it came up, your interview came up, and I didn't bring it up. Somebody else brought it up and said they thought that that interview you did with the coach where he opened up about some of the things that's happened in his life mm-hmm. and that the team signed off on all, all the things that had to happen for you to like, and, and like everybody, like I told you, I was on the bus and some of the guys were seeing it for the first time, didn't know about it and heard us talking about it. And I saw, without saying names, they, they wanted to see it. And they were, like, blown away. Um, what I, They think that really helped the whole relationship with the team. Like, man, he's a regular dude. This guy's gone through – he's gone through his own stuff, man. It's uh, it really helped him in the, in the locker room. Yeah. Do you agree? I mean, I, I think his story – I mean, however it gets to those players is going to help. I mean, he says it all the time. Um, adversity is opportunity. You hear him say more and more lately, like he'll come to his press conferences and say, you know, this guy, Jason Sanders, like everybody doubted him. Yeah. Um, You know, Steve Ross, he said it about Steve Ross the other day. You know, Steve Ross is self-made people that, you know, he, I think takes great pride in his story. And I think that he kind of likes the idea of we're all a bunch of misfits and we're going to, we're going to come together and be great. Yeah. Um, and, and I think when people can see his story and do learn his story, um, they, they embrace that, you know, but, but I'll say this, you can have that story. Um, you can have that, that background. And if you're not consistent with your messaging, if you change week to week, like players will eventually see through it. Right. And he doesn't. That's one of the things I think that's, and I know this talking to people in the organization that they love about Mike. He is so consistent week to week with his messaging. And I think that that goes a really long way with these players. Um, you, you come in after a loss or you come after a win or you come after getting attention yeah. and you've got a different attitude or cockiness or whatever. These guys will sniff that out and see right through it. And, yeah. and I think that he doesn't. The great gift from California, man. No question about that. All right, so I got to ask you this one because it's popped up today again. Everybody's bitching about officiating. Coaches more, players more. <laughs> Is it that bad? I know there's a lot of things. No. What, what are your thoughts? Pass interference. Nobody knows what it is. It should be called. It wasn't called. It is called. What, what, everybody what? gets them. I mean, I, that's my only thing. Like, everybody's going to get theirs. And everybody's going to get good calls and bad calls. Like, I don't know. I, I hear you. I mean, I, I'm I'm raising a son right now who's eight years old, and I get so annoyed when he the other day starts yelling about the officials, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, shut up, <laughs> like, you know, like you can't blame, stop blaming the officials, and if I'm saying that to my kid, I guess I should be saying that to everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. But you know, then again, like I I will say, like I watched. And this is not his fault, but the other day Lamar Jackson trips over the official and gets an intentional grounding call. Like, I would love some logic to be applied at times. Like, hey, guys, I'd love the guy to get on the mic be like, hey, guys, we screwed that up. <laughs> right. That was our bad. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and pick up that flag. Yeah. We're going to do that one over. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Just apply some logic. But I don't know. I think it's, I think it's every year. I think when, when, uh, when you've got a good team and something bad happens, you love them so much. It's like my mom with my ex-girlfriends. 
Like my ex-girlfriends didn't have a chance, you know? They're the referees. <laughs> right. No matter what I did, By the way, she, she was blaming her. The greatest call of all time, any girl I brought home from college, uh, yeah. and some, most of the time they were sorority girls that came from money, and it was like, oh, that's God, not what you so come from. That's not what you come from. Uh, Their yeah. background, you no way. Right. I go, Mom, you made it clear. You act like you hated her. You might as well put her in the garage and gave her a that's sleeping right. bag. It was terrible. Yeah, Joe, you got any pictures? <laughs> there are probably- I do. I do have some. But I look I look so bad I wouldn't want that long safe. hair and that huge gap. I didn't oh. want to, I don't want to have to show that. Mm-hmm. Trying to get sorority girls at the AD Pie House and the DGs. Can't and, even, yeah. Can't even imagine. Pie fies, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. If there was uh Only you start bring- Why is it every time I do this with you and the other day we're talking about stuff to help you in bed. I mean, only you bring it out, and what? it's that awkward moment, and you and I are the only two talking, and the rest of them take off and run. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> One time back in the day, I had to get on um, – you used to come into the building when I was covering the team, and I would never get any work done. And I went to a psychologist, and I said, I got this problem. I can't get any work done. <laughs> and, I, and, they, and he said, do you get frustrated in traffic too? I said, yeah, I do get – he said, well, here's a prescription for um, Adderall. You have ADHD. <laughs> the next thing you know, I was hooked on Adderall because of you. It wasn't even, I didn't even have ADHD. It was just that you would come into the building and talk to me so much. <laughs> then I was like, well, I'm not, I don't have ADHD. I got to stop taking this medicine. Oh. It was just because of you, Joe. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know what they say, I show up, nobody gets anything done, man. I no, yap way too much. For, you and I together are not good years. there, brother. Not, no, not a good, good combo. Hey, J.D., nope. always great having you, man. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate Thanks, it. Sure. Have a great holiday the rest of the way, bud. Thanks. Yeah, man. Sounds good, you too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.